that sound. You know, a strong cast with your host Armstrong Williams. We want you to share your thoughts and ideas by tweeting us at A Right Side with the hashtag Strong Talk. And let's keep this conversation going. I wrote a very harsh blog about Congressman Stephen King from Iowa recently. And I reacted when I saw his remarks saying that the world would probably, civilization would probably not exist today were it not for incest and rape. And I just thought how ignorant of him. But then, you know, here we are later. And I said, what, 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 what is this guy saying? And then I started thinking. Is he's talking about from the days of Adam and Eve where the world would not have been populated unless the brothers and sisters uh, uh, procreated and had more children and more children and more children? Certainly you could call that incest. I don't even know if you can call that incest. I don't know, biblically speaking, how you would define what happened um, from the union of Cain and Abel when they were married. So obviously, if they were the firstborn, when they had daughters, obviously there was incest, but um, did it have a different meaning? I, I definitely want your comments on this. And certainly when you think about um, Genghis Khan and how he raped and pillaged the world and Christopher Columbus conquered the Americas and others, and when you think about all the royal lineage, they certainly married sisters and brothers and cousins. And so you certainly could call it incest. And then I asked myself, well, where, 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 where would the rape part come from? Well, ages ago, uh, even with, with some of our founding fathers, the reason why they were able to have so many kids, because they were running around the world marrying 13 and 14-year-old girls, certainly procreating, and that continues in certain parts of the world. And it was a very acceptable 100 years ago marrying a 12 or 13-year-old and having kids. And, and guess what? That certainly would be considered rape today. All you got to do is look at the headlines. So, uh, but would we say though, could we take that to go as far as to say that were it not for incest and rape, civilization would not exist today? And incest still goes on in homes. It goes on in societies. Um, underage girls are still being married and, and betrothed to someone and they're certainly having babies. And, and you know, sometimes instead of us just becoming so reactionary, like what I've done, sometimes we need to step us, take a step back and ask ourselves, let me do some deeper examining and nation on this. Let me do some, a deeper dive um, and do some research. And listen, if you look in, in places like Europe and Asia and Africa, my goodness, the rape and the incest certainly exists even in the concrete, even during slavery. I mean, especially the, the slaves, the young women were raped and impregnated by the masters and the master's sons and the relatives that humiliate the hit the man in the household. That happened so often, not only in slavery, it, even in the Holocaust. You don't talk about the stories where Jews were raped and little girls were raped um, and, and these Nazis um, were having intercourse with them. Even... If you think about when American soldiers went off the war and they were stations in places like Asia and other places, we don't talk about the number of babies that came as a result 
uh, 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 being positioned in, in that part of the world. And we hear about the rape and we hear about um, the incest. So incest and rape does exist. It, it does exist. And, and sometimes it's to keep the power and the bloodline. Uh, and sometimes it's just you feel that when you conquer a place, you have a right to all the spoils. And a lot of time, women and little girls were considered the spoils. And it happened all through our, our civilization. So on that, um, Stephen King was not exactly out of the ballpark, not exactly crazy. But I don't think I would go as far to say that the world would not exist unless you go back again. And I know this makes some people uncomfortable to the story of Adam and Eve. If this, it, it, it definitely since incest had to be the order of the day for us to be where we are today. And so, because on, on some level, because we all come from the seed of Adam and Eve, we all are definitely related. So instead of being so dismissive and all the headlines trying to, pummeled this guy like I did in my writings, I decided to take a step back. Because listen, an unexamined life, just like an unexamined political philosophy, any philosophy, is not worth leading and following. And history did not begin in 2019 or in the 20th century or the 19th century. There's some ugly history from the days of the Greeks and the Romans. Look at what the Romans would do. I mean, and not just with Girls being raped, um, boys were being raped because they felt they would make them bond, even the Greeks, in, in military battle. So it's not as if the civilization today came upon this, this kind of um, these feelings and these thoughts and this behavior all on their own. It has existed since the beginning of time. And listen, you could go back to, to churches and the Catholic Church and the little boys who have been consistently raped and the Boy Scots who have been consistently raped. So whether we like it or not, rape is all around us. We just don't want to admit it. What we rather do is just beat up on Stephen King like I did and not say, well, let me look at this a little deeper. Let me examine this a little more. Even the sexual trafficking. The sexual trafficking, what is it? Kidnapping um, little girls, uh, walking the streets, coming from school, 12 and 13 years old, never to see them again for five or, five or 10 years. You better believe that is rape. And at the, at the highest level, so it does exist. And what it tells us is that we need to do a reexamination of ourselves and our values and our own moral compass of what we allow and what we accept. And then people like me become outraged at Stephen King because we don't want to think deeper about what he's saying and what he's conveying. He may say dumb things all the time, but everything he says is not necessarily dumb. So take a deep breath. Challenge me if you like. But. Think about our history. Think about what we've allowed ourselves to become and who we are. So Jeffrey Epstein, all of a sudden, we've been told, uh, the autopsy report, remember I said, where's the autopsy report? They said that he had a broken neck. Now I gotta tell you something. You know, I'm a student of history and I will tell you, a broken neck, how? You know, even when people were hung in the galleys, their necks didn't always break, and they were dropped. Oftentimes the neck did not break. And if your neck is broken, 
it's an indication of a brutal death, of a lot of brutality. My attitude is this. I'm going to go there. Yes, I'm going to go there. I go there sometimes, you know. Jeffrey Epstein's neck was broken before he was hung. And this this bababoo, this baboozle about the prison guards took a three-hour break and were not uh, overseeing Jeffrey Epstein, somebody somewhere asked them, I believe, to stand down, to disappear for a few hours. It gave them enough time to have the brutal exercise of breaking his neck, and I'm sure the guy was poor. I love to see the body. I love to see what he looked like when he was found. I'm willing to bet you had all kind of bruises, not just on his neck, but on his face. I believe that Jeffrey Epstein's neck was broken. Somebody within those prison walls who got the word from a higher place, a higher source with the kind of power, you know, people have that kind of power with the, with the industrial prison, the guards and, and the people that run these prisons, and they are corrupt, yes, they're corrupt, that Jeffrey Epstein, yes, his neck was broke, but not by the hanging of that rope, okay? It takes a lot of brute force. It takes a lot of the right calculation in order for your neck to break, just like I mentioned about the galleys. I'm sorry. And remember, they were dropped. They were dropped, and many times they survived. I mean, come on. Jeffrey Epstein, almost 70 years old, found the way, the nerves and the backbone to hang himself and did it in such an awkward way that he broke his neck. I'm not buying that, and I'll sell you some oil in the Mississippi River, okay? It's just outrageous. I mean, are we dumb? Come on. Je- again, it was assisted suicide. I say it now. I say it then. I'll say it later. He was assisted in his suicide. In fact, he was not even there because he was already dead before he was hung. I'm Armstrong Williams. And again, um, share your thoughts and ideas by tweeting me at A Right Side with the hashtag Strong Talk. And let's keep this conversation going. 